0: Let's have a sincere conversation about events across the nation and topics for our own morality. Let's openly discuss in an environment of trust where perception is reality. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Perception is Reality. Thank you for joining me again. Your time is your most valuable asset. Be careful how you spend it. And you chose to spend it with me today and my wonderfully awesome guest, Raquel Molina. Hello. Hello, dear friend. <laughs> Hello. How are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I've got a case of the overtired sillies. I've got to warn you in the audience about that today. Definitely got a case of the overtired sillies. Uh, ditto. May or may not be caused by some Zyrtec stuff is ah, pretty strong you know yep. not that i'm encouraging you crazy kids out there to do over the counter prescription medicines but um or whatever but allergies in texas were killing me i mean like it's it's fall so mm-hmm. it's like you know 80 degrees and like one or two leaves fell which means my allergies went crazy so right um said a- sorry I was going to say that the sad truth is like, you know, that's the fall in Texas. A couple of leaves fall and my allergies go nuts. What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was going to say that um, it's allergy season 24 hours a day in Florida because mm. we're, we're in swampland. So that's
0: true. It's Constant very blooms. The pollen cycle is constant.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's bad.
0: Hmm. Hmm. You know what else is constant? What? my desire to talk to interesting people such as yourself and ask them the ever fun question. Raquel, what are we talking about today?
1: <laughs> well, I think we should talk about, since I feel like I'm almost an expert at this point, um, talk about being single <laughs> and what that means. And you know the, perce- the perception that other people have when you're single. And, you know, even in, you know, your mid-20s or mid-40s, what that perception is like to other people, like what they, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about what lay people think about (laughs) people who are single.
1: Who choose to be single.
0: All right. So we did have an episode with Margaret who chose to be single from she was divorced at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And I um, used to work with Margaret in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And she is now a very young 54, 55. And she chose to be single all those years um, so she could concentrate on raising her daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, And we spoke a lot about when we focused in with her, well, Mm -hmm. we meaning me in the audience, of course. And I know you listened to that episode because you're a Mm -hmm. faithful listener, aren't you, Raquel? I am wink, wink, no, not okay. The, the, the check's in the mail. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, um, and we focused in on that specifically, like why she chose to do that. So with you, what we're going to talk about is, and it, I'm going to do an interpretation of what I think, what I perceived, what you meant by that. Okay. So in in my humble perception of your subject choice, I am perceiving you as meaning, and I'm I'm using my words, not yours. Um, you're single, ergo something must be wrong with you.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: But I mean, I, I'm I'm being very specific. I think you meant it to be more broad, but I'm just kind of narrowing in on that because I've known you long enough to know kind of the tone of your voice <laughs> that. <laughs> That, you know, because I will just warn the audience, um, buckle in, it's going to be a fun rough ride. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we've got Raquel. Um, yep. <laughs> so did I, Mike, and I know I won't focus there because that sounds so negative, And I know that's not what you meant because you're not a negative person by nature, but um, I might be imposing that on you a little bit. But I think maybe that's going to be part of what you want to discuss is one of the perceptions today
1: hmm Yeah, I do. I do. I think that, you know, in Margaret's case, she chose to be single to raise her children, which at a point in time, I did that as well. Um, however, my kids are grown in college, and I'm still single. And, you know, I'm loving my life right now.
0: Well... Uh, I will confirm for the audience that you do have a pretty good life. Uh, we won't get into specifics, but mm-hmm. um, what do the young kids say nowadays? Uh, you got it going on, or is that old now? I don't know what they say.
1: Oh um, yeah, I don't know.
0: Whatever it doesn't it's, matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, no, you're you're. It's it's to note is that you are a uh, very success. Easy for me to say very successful
2: <laughs> uh,
0: business person. And uh, I, I did cho- choose the, the word person on purpose because Thank I feel like you. if I would have just said woman, it would have been singling you out. But I mean, right. you are at the top of your game, regardless of gender. So you do have things going on. That's awesome. So I got it going on. Talk to me about what life is like for you as in your single hoodness whatever you call it your singularity I don't know what you want whatever how you want to put it
1: yeah so uh I have a great life in the sense that I can focus on myself now right so I raised two children on my own and um you know work is great my job is awesome right now but it took a lot to to get here you know and so now that I'm here, and now that I don't have my children to really worry about on a day-to-day basis, because you know, they're you know successful in their own right, independent, it feels very much like a weight has been lifted, and I don't have something that I constantly need to worry about, be that children or another person, because I was married to their father, um, all I need to worry about is me. And it's such a great feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, now I feel that I chose to be single, you know, because I'm, I'm actively choosing not for anybody else, but for myself.
0: Interesting. So So I just want a
1: powerful place to be in life.
0: Oh yeah. And, and you wear it well. Um, and I mean that sincerely. So thank you. Because I know I do butt kiss my guests a lot, but I do sincerely love every guest that I've had because I've not had the privilege of having a stranger on yet, which I would desperately love to, but whatever. Um, I just want to pause for a second and do a PSA to your children if they just decide to listen. Mama didn't mean you were dead weight babies. Don't worry. <laughs> right? that's, that's not what she loves you. Um, it they was her job. That. She got you into college. Just it's okay. They know that. I know they know.
1: <laughs> they like, yes, they're like, mom, g- get another life, please. <laughs> I know. Believe me.
0: Believe me. I, I know that from my own children. Um, right. They're like, can you at least like, how about the dog? Focus on the dog. now. Yeah, something. Uh, but no, I just had to, to make a poke a little fun at you. wouldn't yeah. be a podcast if I didn't poke a fun at you. Of bit. course. Of course. Um. So. Let's, I've been doing this thing lately where um, I've been putting my guests on the spot and doing oh like boy. rapid rapid fire.
1: I hate rapid fire. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I was just,
0: I just want you to rapid fire off some of your pet peeves that you receive, like comments that you receive from, from um, chronically married people like myself or from your friends or Let's just say you're at a family wedding and like there's all the aunties and stuff. So like, can you just rapid fire some of your least, your biggest pet peeve phrases people say to you?
1: Well, number one is, do you have a boyfriend yet? And don't you want to get married? And uh, um, what happened to the last guy? (laughs) So it's really, you know, they want to know, like, why? Why aren't you with anybody else?
2: Hmm.
1: I mean, that's with my family, especially, you know, they're Latins and they always want to comment on your weight and your status on your relationship status. Uh,
0: That must be, um, so since I've been chronically married for like ever, Mm -hmm. um, I don't get like the relationship comments at all, but wait, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. I just, it, that has been like that. My family, brutal. Like there are people that if I, the younger me would have said like, I legit straight up hate these people and they're my relatives. But I know now that as an adult, it's not really hatred that I really feel. Cause that's a really strong word. And I fully understand the meaning of that now, but, these people were vicious about my weight growing up and it made me even like, it was like, fine, screw you. But looking back, I mean, sure. I was a little chubby, but I wasn't as fat as they made me feel. And to this mm-hmm. day, when I still look in the mirror, I, I, am yeah. like, it doesn't matter what my weight is. I hear their bitchy ass. Sorry. I shouldn't <laughs> be swearing. Sorry. Sorry. Oh,
1: you swore.
0: I did. Sorry. Oh my it's just, it's th- that's just like, yeah like it, that's an exposed nerve like with the, yeah, these people that tell. are supposed to be your family and love you and they're like you're fat well you know, they would literally like fat I would literally like get the word you're fat straight oh up my in my face and then like the poke like I'm the pillberry dope oh Pilzberg. wow like I don't know how bad it was in your family but that's, that's what, that, nice. that was my life growing up
1: yeah I mean I got it from all angles you're too skinny you're too fat you know, it's there's never a, a normal, like, you look great.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, enough of that exposure We really, me. Hit, Yeah, we really this, hit our nerve PSA Do you, you want to talk about like, it a little bit more? I don't know. I might need to.
1: Yeah, you might. Uh-huh.
0: Damn bullies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. The, all of the things, so boyfriend yet, why aren't you married? What happened to the last guy? Why are Mm -hmm. you, why are, why are you not with uh, somebody else? But all those questions in my mind. Don't you
1: want to find love?
0: Well, well, Raquel, let me just, let me just answer that question right now. Aren't you loved? You have a great circle of friends. I do. children. You have Mm -hmm. your dog. You yourself have yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, are you or are you not loved?
1: I am. Very much so.
0: Well, then anybody who wants to ask her that question, consider yourself facelaps. She's loved. Move on.
1: (laughs) Right.
0: Right?
1: Yes. Keep it moving.
0: So these are all negative sentences. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you you answer them? Like, what's your answer? How do you respond?
1: I just, I'm, you know, I've come to also a point in my life that, I don't try to be someone else for somebody so I'm brutally honest and sure for some time it did bother me um actually so my mom this is kind of a sad story but it's funny um my mom has Alzheimer's and as so before we really knew that she was diagnosed with like dementia or Alzheimer's, she would always ask me, did you meet anybody? Have you talked to anybody? Um, you know, just, do you have a boyfriend yet? You know, like just literally almost every other day, you know, and she lived with me for a while. Mm -hmm. So, and then, and then I would do something that she wouldn't like and be like, see, that's why you're not going to meet anybody. (laughs) So, um, you know, she got diagnosed and she went into the home, you know, so I go see her and now she doesn't remember me, but now I, when I went to go see her would be the first thing that went out of your mouth. So you have a boyfriend, like, cause she would forget number one. And that's what she honestly wanted to know in her state. That's the first thing that she wanted to know. Wow. so I every time I knew, and so I grew this kind of like shield to it, like it doesn't really bother me, and so it doesn't bother me It's just like I am who I am, and no, I don't have a boyfriend
2: <laughs> do you think? but but
1: I feel like too it's like. You know, even going out now and stuff, it's like, yeah, of course, I would like to go out and meet guys and, you know, make new friends and whatever, but that's not my first intention. You know, I want to go out because I want to go out with my friends, you know? And so some of my friends asked was like, oh, well, you know, um, hope you meet somebody or like, hope it's a good night for you. And it's like, I don't want to put that pressure on myself and give that energy out that I am looking for someone because a, I'm not, I mean, it would be nice to meet someone, but, but I'm not going out with the intent. I'm going out with the intent. Like I want to spend time with my friends. I want to experience something fun, or I want to go to dinner and I want to catch up with whoever I'm going out with, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a much different energy that, you know, when you go out like that, then we're going to go out to meet guys tonight.
0: Yeah, I would, um, in my humble opinion, I think that that would make it much more relaxed and enjoyable versus yes. like putting pressure on it because you're not assigning a task to it really mm-hmm. because you're, you're literally just going out and then you're, you're paying attention to the person that you're with. Right. You know, you're out with your friends. Totally, and totally. And you're like in the relationship, which is what really everybody wants because and then, so I'm just going to go down a couple of roads here, and you can slap okay. me back into reality. But okay. so I think people worry about singles because they think that they're lonely. Like I have right. my, I have my wife that I've had, lucky enough to have had for like ever. Right? Mm. She's not, she's not sick of my crap. And those of you who know me, and Raquel knows this, I come with a lot of crap. <laughs> I do. Very needy. I am. <laughs> I am. Um, My love language is quality time. So that, Mm -hmm. that can make me, that the perception can be that David's clingy. Right. Because I want to spend time with the person that I love. Well, luckily, Sherry's love language is always, uh, is also quality time. So she, you know, so we match on that. So we're good. So while definitely other people perceive I'm clingy and I, I would even, and some, she doesn't, but anyway, So what my point is, like, I have that person I can go to and have quality time with. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not imposing my language on you, Raquel, but I'm just saying when you're Mm -hmm. with your friends, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you're there with them, you're present, you have a fulfilling relationship that there's no, there's no loneliness void. So can we, can we crush a common misconception that Mm -hmm. singles are lonely?
1: Right. They're not. I mean, the I have lonely times and lonely moments, you know, but just like everybody else, you can be married and still be lonely.
0: Oh, heck. Because yeah. you're
1: not fulfilled in your relationship or you're having a time, you know, because there's ebb and flows, there's ups and downs. So there are moments that I'm lonely, but I am not generally lonely. I'm very fulfilled and, and that's why I feel at peace because there's nothing tugging me or there's nothing that is really weighing on me that is, you know, giving me any type of feeling of sadness, you know, so I, do.
0: I, 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 I'm, I, I do, um, I say, you know, a lot and that's fine. And, <laughs> and the audience will learn to, to understand you like I do. Thank um, you. And I will understand you a little bit better today as well. So, oh, yeah. I mean, th- I agree with you. There are times when people are lonely, married, otherwise, or single. You know, everybody is lonely, but I think that we as people need some alone time. So oh, I don't,
1: don't, I don't even get me started on this subject.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to because um, both, This is, I'm, and I'm going to project myself into this for, for a moment because uh, the world revolves around me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so both Sherry and I, while our love language matches with quality time, we're both introverts. And so for us to recharge our energy, we need to be apart and have alone time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And people need to be comfortable with their alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I was like 9,000 years old when I learned to be comfortable with my alone time. Okay. So I had moved for a job And I was alone in the new state for eight weeks, and this was not not too long ago. But I hadn't realized that. I mean, I had never been alone that long.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it had been a long time because we've been married forever. But I'm at peace with that. Like I, that really forced me to look at things differently, and I understand. I think I got an understanding because I have a friend from high school and she's been single. Um, well, she's my age because we graduated together. So she, how old is she now? 47. I think I'm 47. So yeah, she would be about 47 too. You think um, you're 47? I think I'm, I could be 48. I don't know. I don't like to do math in public. Um <laughs> But she is, uh, I think she's younger than me anyway. So she's, let's just say she's 47. And she's been single her whole life. She's had boyfriends here and there. She's never been married, but she spent most of her time single. And she always posts these things on Facebook about how being single is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm starting to Get that, and I'm not saying I want to be single, trust me. Mm-hmm. I would shrivel and die. But
1: right. It has its cons, don't get me wrong.
0: But that's not a bad thing. So if you're no. listening out there and you're single, there's nothing wrong with you.
1: Well, I think that um being single really hones you in on what you really want out of life, out of a partner, out of yourself. And I am very much a people pleaser. I'm an empath. So I always want to make other people happy. And I always feel for the other person that I'm, you know, in a relationship with friendship, you know, and so that weighs a lot on me. And the only way that I can clear that is by being alone and either not thinking about the situation or thinking about the situation. Usually it's not thinking about it. And then I get some clarity around it. And so for me, I was with my ex-husband since I was, you know, 16 years old. And we separated when I was about 27. So as far as I can remember, I was with someone. And then I had my children, so I was with them. And so when we separated, he had them every weekend. And those were my weekends where I would, in the beginning, break down. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I would go out and party. I would stay home by myself and break down some more. (laughs) And after so many weekends, I was like, Hey, I'm figuring out what hurt me so much. I'm figuring out things that I need to work about myself. And it really gave me this clarity, you know, and so now I choose my time like that. So, you know, I work a lot and it's intense and, you know, this weekend I choose to not do anything at all. That's why I'm like, Hey, we're going to do this tonight or else that's it. It's not going to happen because I'm going to be Netflixing it for the next two days. But you know when i'm spent and then i still decide to go out with my friends i evaluate that like okay um, a, am i am i going to have fun am i going to enjoy myself and am i going to be a fun friend for and be there for my friend or am i just not feeling it and just need to have some alone time you know and i always think about that because if i'm going to share my time with someone i want to be there and i want to be there 100% um, And so, but I mean, it took me so long to understand that and put myself first and put my time as a valuable, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. So, so I only discovered that because I was alone for so long, along with 500 other things that I discovered about myself and.
0: Oh, what's that list?
1: (laughs) Well, there's no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right apparently we're not going to get that list kids
1: well but I'm saying too is like I choose that time because I do enjoy being by myself it's not lonely it's not scary I don't cry myself to sleep it's I can do whatever I want I can watch whatever show I want I can eat whatever I want I can talk on the phone to whoever I want you know there's there's nothing hindering my free decision. Whereas if I were into in a relationship, it may be like, okay, well, my husband wants to go out to dinner or he has, you know, uh, plans with his friends that, you know, couple friends that we all want to go out with or something like that, you know? So So I have so much freedom. No, there is, there is. And I overcompromise sometimes, but, um,
0: yeah. And I want to circle, don't think I'm not circling back to that. I wrote that down. Carry on, carry on. You're on a roll. Sorry.
1: (laughs) So, no, I'm just saying that I enjoy my freedom so much right now that I'm just taking it. I'm just going with it and I'm really valuing it. So it's like, yeah, I don't have kids running around the house. I have my dog to worry about, that's about it. And it's really refreshing.
0: So many things to say, so (laughs) many things to say. Uh, so one, I just want to say that I'm very proud to say that like on the receiving end of this, like your tone of voice comes across as of a happy person. So like, it's good. It's nice to hear that. And I mean, you always do, but I mean, I I didn't know you, I haven't known you like back, you know, then Mm -hmm. I've only known, I would say for the last... 12 years or so when you've already you've you've come so i feel like i've got i've gotten to know you on the post side the the enlightened yes. raquel side which is great not that i wouldn't have liked you before but i'm just saying like right um you've always given me the impression of a very strong person um who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to get it the, and and
1: well that, you know that's not always true that's oh bs tell. BS quite frankly. I don't think um, anybody has it together all the time and everybody knows exactly what they want. That's
0: well stupid. I didn't mean to say that not, you wow, I, oh I'm stupid. Not, oh, no I'm I just said
1: kidding. the idea is stupid, I'm just, not I'm just, you. You're never okay. stupid. You're so the, the smartest art. guy in the whole world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing Again, with you. Again, he needs compliments. Just messing with you. So um I didn't mean that everybody has their proverbial stuff together all the time. Nobody does. I don't care who you are. You just don't but i just mean that
1: i put on a good front
0: well we everybody does but that's yeah. the perception we want Not people everybody, to see but, mm-hmm. a lot of people when they care they try to you know you, you we control
2: mm-hmm. what
0: this is this is the thing i just want to touch on kids we control the perception of people that we want them to see so yeah and in your case professional business person um got her, got her stuff together, which is, and I'm being very general, but that's Mm -hmm. what you give. Then there's the person who might be, um, out in a hoodie and some, some sweats or what do you, yoga pants or whatever. I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, no makeup on, hair disheveled, um, and again, this could be a man too, because I go out in my hoodie and with my hair disheveled, although my <laughs> hair is so short that it doesn't really matter. But anyway, I'm just saying, so this is male, female, it doesn't really matter. Any gender anybody's assigning is on your own part. But my point is, you know, we are also controlling the perception of what people see there. Yeah. Now it's either one of like, you know, they're going to see the disheveled person to think, oh, whatever they want to think. But, you know, we're going to say, Maybe we're empowered enough where we're just like, I don't care what they think. Mm -hmm. Or maybe deep down, somebody wants them to think a certain way. Mm Or maybe somebody will ask me if I'm having a bad day or something. I don't know. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But no matter how you present yourself, people are going to think certain things. So, No um, matter what. No matter what. Um, So I didn't mean, I like, don't believe her. She does have her poop together most of the time. But anyway, so. (sighs) Most of the time. Most of the time. So let's go back to Raquel, the pleaser.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy.
0: Now, I could sincerely do an episode on this because I'm a consummate pleaser as well. Because, for example, I was just having a conversation. I needed to have a conversation with a coworker up here. And it didn't go the way I want because I could tell that the other person was uncomfortable. So instead of Mm -hmm. doing what I needed to do, I placated a little bit, softened it, And I still now, still, I still need to now have the hard discussion. Right. right. So I just delayed it. I mean, I got my point across, but I think in my mind, what I was doing was laying the groundwork for the follow-up discussion where we're really going to get into it. Mm -hmm. But the perception, that's my perception because I'm controlling how I feel, but the other person was like probably not thinking the same thing. Right. So how do we as people pleasers deal with that? Uh, You know what? We don't need to go into this because and and
1: I don't know that I'm so much a people pleaser. I like your point. I don't like anyone not to be uncomfortable. Yeah, not to be. You know, like I don't want them to be uncomfortable. I want them to be happy. If someone is like going through something, I want them you know talk to them and be there for them, so I'm very aware of especially you know people that I work with sometimes too much, you know because I just want everybody to be happy, and yes. that is a problem
0: no well, that's what I'm saying, and yeah and this is where like I'm much better at helping other people than myself because i would have if I was coaching somebody, I would have told them how to handle the situation, but i i didn't follow my own advice because Mm -hmm. I really like this person and I don't, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not trying to make his or her life difficult. Um, And the conversation at the end of it, it's not like I'm, you know, calling their baby ugly. Um, But we need to straighten out some things that um, it, it sounds way worse than it really is, but it's just, I just have to do it.
1: Well, especially when you like the person.
0: Yeah, and I just... It's it, going it's
1: so hard.
0: It's going to be a win for me. Like, if I'm just going to generalize, win for me, loss for them. But on the bigger scale of things, it's not really a win or a loss. It's just a change.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And right. nothing bad is really happening. But, you know, again, perceptions will run wild and yada, 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 mm-hmm. And I'm totally overspoken about this, but... Um,
1: no, but it's true. It's you. But for me, myself, like my personality and why I'm so good in sales is that I change with people's moods, characters. You know, I can oh, be. I yeah. am a true chameleon when it Dude, comes to that.
0: You're like an expert on mirroring.
1: I so am, and I don't know why. I mean, I am just because I. I feel like I'm very perceptive but I want to get to know people. Like I want to let them, I want to make them trust me. And the only way that I can get them to trust me, I feel is that I am similar to them in some way.
0: Yeah, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. And I don't know that I'm as good at it as you, but I definitely uh, do the same thing. Yeah. And that's, that's a classic technique um, to win trust, right? Because people like, People innately just like them, people that are like themselves.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So let me ask you, riddle me this, Batman. Oh boy. Or Batgirl, however you, (laughs) you know, whatever you feel like. Yes, Um, Batman. If I mirror and you mirror, are we ever really truly ourselves when we're together?
1: Oh, right. I don't think so.
0: Am I mirroring how I perceive you? And then you're mirroring back the perception of the
1: perception? right oh, dun, wow dun. And then it becomes a twilight zone wow
0: twilight. just got deep in here
1: what, it, it, hence why i need my alone time <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like i don't i don't act i act like myself around you you know Maybe in the too. beginning for, uh, you know, I, I knew that I liked you as a person and I was like, Oh, I really like him. I want to hang out with him and, you know, to get to know each other, we did similar things, but at this point, you know, me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I would say the same thing about I'm you.
1: not gonna, and I know that you're not gonna, no, so. No,
0: no, I don't, I don't feel like I need to with you. So I generally want to thank you for that. Like, okay. I don't feel, I don't ever feel pressured around you.
1: Yes. And, well, thank you. Yeah. I don't want you to feel pressured.
0: No, because when you're with people, you're actually sincerely there paying attention.
1: Well, I always try to keep, even if I mirror, I'm always very real. And that's just me. I'm just real to a fault. You know, sometimes I'm too much, sometimes, but I'm like, this is me, y'all. Like... It's just who I am, and I feel like I gain too a lot of trust from people because they see like, okay, you know, she's kind of in your face and she's direct, and I like that, and I trust her because she's not hiding anything, you know.
0: So do you? So a couple things on that. One, mm-hmm. I I, I want to say that it's fun for me as a bystander to watch you work a room. Oh, thank you. Uh, number one. Number two, because it's fun to watch the reactions you get, but number two. <laughs> so let's say in, in life and in dating, and this, I'm going to definitely bring gender into this. Okay. Because you're successful and you know what you want. And I do want to ask you at some point in this mm-hmm. conversation, is it more about that you know what you want or you know what you don't want? answer think about that for later but I my point is
1: that.
0: I know well and I knew you know um but we'll get into that in a second but what yeah. I want to know yeah. is do you ever come across like what's what I'm just gonna throw this out there mm-hmm. do you get the oh she's a b-word quite a bit because she doesn't you have that sense of do you don't care what people think yes. and, and I know that's a strong statement because to say but do you come across that a lot and just if you do does that bother you
1: um so i got that a lot i get i've gotten that a lot in my life i have rbf so oh, right. that you know you and i mm-hmm. share that oh, in yeah. common heck yeah and um so in high school i went to a new high school my sophomore year um went from catholic high school to a full blown public high school which was so intimidating. So I just used to walk around the halls and, you know, not smiling to anyone because I live in, you know, New Jersey. So nobody smiles at anybody like they do down here in Florida. But um, so the word got out like, oh, she's a bee, she's a bee. And like, oh, she's conceited, she's stuck up. I, yeah. I mean, nobody knows me in the school. I had my, my cousin, my one cousin that went to the school. And so I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm keeping to myself. I don't know anybody. I'm actually terrified in the inside. But, you know, I, I, I sometimes kind of carry this confidence. Now I carry confidence. Like, I am confident in some areas because I just don't give a S. But um, so, but back then I was like mortified, so scared, and just tried to act like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. people here and I'm not scared. I'm not intimidated. So I've gotten that all my life. And now I feel like I'm sometimes not approached because I am intimidating or the, at least that's what I've heard, which is such BS too.
0: So that's definitely that would say that's a, a misconception about you and your personality that you're intimidating. I mean, it, It may be intimidating to someone to approach somebody who's got a sense of self and a sense of confidence that you have, but I don't think that makes you an intimidating person. Does that make sense? No,
1: because I mean, I feel like the first five minutes you talk with me, it's like, oh, okay, she's not this person. You know even if you're intimidated even if you know i don't well, know yeah, okay so but, i mean like, what you
0: mean by that is that you're not the stuck up person you just described from high school no
1: i'm no? i i mean maybe now i think uh-huh. that men when they approach me they are intimidated because i don't know you know because of your
0: hotness <laughs> come on
1: <laughs> well Just because I feel like also that, Uh you know, guys want this independent woman yep, and they want someone who's successful and they can stand in their own right and all that. But yet they have one and they don't know what to do with them. I don't even know how many times this has happened. And it's like, you can't take the independence. You can't take them standing on their own because it's intimidating to you. But yet, that's what you supposedly wanted, hmm. because guys, in a sense, want to feel like they're needed, and everybody does, right? Everybody yeah, wants. Every, a self, I would a, agree a with sense of, Yeah,
0: everybody wants to feel needed.
1: Mm-hmm. And wanted, and yeah. all that, and so a, a strong, independent woman, as a woman, is not needy at all. You know, because it's like, hey, can you do this for me? No, I can't. I have this going on. Okay, I'll do it myself. So they don't know what to do, at least in my experience. So, you know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you get what you ask for type of thing. Like there are two sides to this. Like, yes, you want someone who's independent. Now I want to ask, why do you want someone who's independent? And now I really want to understand why do you want that type of person? Is it her personality? Is it because you don't have to take care of her or worry about her? Is it a financial thing? What is it? So now maybe, yes, I am intimidating.
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, maybe, I mean, those are fair questions. I mean, no, I, I don't understand. I mean, I do kind of, I do understand what you're saying, but I, I'm trying to understand it from the male perspective because I do... Like those are all great traits to have, and I don't see. I like, so, don't want to like, say anything I, I, to
1: really rock the boat. Well, okay,
0: that's why we're here. We're we're <laughs> we're breaking down misconceptions. People have perceptions that are built up because they have experiences, and we're okay, telling them the fine, real truth.
1: I'll go so there.
0: I'm just yeah, please. And I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. I have. I don't, I mean, that I'm, I don't, that those are things that I wanted out of life, out of, out of a partner
2: mm-hmm. and
0: I have them and I don't know that, I mean, to say that when you get them, you don't know what to do with them. I mean, why? I, I mean, I'm trying to think like I was almost like offended a little bit and I'm going to explain why. No, because, no, no, saying... here's why, no, no, here's why, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. why do I need to do something with anything? Because you know, she's smart and independent and and, and strong. And like, I don't feel like I need to do anything. Like there's no, I'm explaining it wrong, but I wasn't offended that like you made me offended, but I was just like, as somebody who's in a relationship with the woman you described,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: even, you know, like I don't feel like I need to do anything other than breathe air, oxygen.
1: But what Uh, do you mean that you don't feel like you need to do anything?
0: Um because you said what did you say you said that um men don't know what to do with that woman when they get her right
1: yeah and, and I'm then, like, well,
0: why do i need to do anything at all i mean we're you exactly
1: know, we're, you should just be right and she that's, should just be
0: that's what i'm saying like i i i, I guess offended i don't know. Uh, i go confused maybe offended is the wrong word because i don't understand the conundrum in, in a man's head like you. Yeah. those are traits that you wanted what's problem when you get there mm-hmm. right. shouldn't you be happy like
1: well here's if the, the problem is that they're not happy you know they're trying to figure things out themselves mm-hmm. and then they feel well my mom raised me as a single mom I'm just giving a scenario mm-hmm. and I need someone just like her and then they get someone just like her and they're like barrel the women are barreling through, you know, life. And then they feel insignificant. Oh, I'm breaking them down. I'm breaking them down.
0: Breaking it down, girl. Breaking Tell it us.
1: Down. Um this is a similar type of profile that also I've experienced um mm-hmm. lots of times. Tell us and, about it, too. And, yeah. And so then they see and like. Oh, okay, then maybe this is too much because I want to be a part. I want to feel like I'm valid to this person. I want to feel like I offer something to her. But, so, but that person,
0: wait, go ahead, sorry, sorry,
1: wait, sorry, sorry, because we've dissected this as women. So, me and my best friend who I work with, okay, yeah, We. she's very independent, you know, owns the company that I work for, and you know we have a lot of perspectives on these things and been through humps in our relationships throughout the years. And she didn't get married until she was, you know, later in, in, in her uh, mid thirties. And so we see these women, you know, and she's also very perceptive and we see these women out and we see, you know, we have, a, you know, friends, acquaintances, whatever that are with these type of women that are not independent, that are not, you know, successful that really just are Barbies, if you will, for their significant other. And this person, we know the man is, you know, awesome, successful, great personality or like, wow, he's a real catch type of thing. And then he, yet he's with this type of person. Mm -hmm. So he needs someone who needs him.
0: Okay, I get it, but there are other ways to be needed and well, to yeah. to fill that role and have a good relationship. I mean, it so, could be the well, little things, like it's. It could be like um, you know, make me, honey. Can you make me a cup of tea? Sure. There, I'm yeah. needed. I needed yeah. to make a cup of tea because she was doing her work. Bam, needed.
1: Um, See, but you have a totally different perspective on it. You know, like uh, some guys uh, where the ego gets in the way, uh, you know, especially guys who are successful and, you know, the ego thing is really a problem, right? Successful, good looking, God forbid, they're good looking, forget it. (laughs) And, um, you know, they want, they they have another agenda.
0: What is that agenda?
1: I mean, they have another agenda for themselves, meaning that they may not want an independent, successful woman because they want just the girl who's going to look pretty and go out with him and make him look even better.
0: Well, why can't she be both? That's
1: what I'm saying.
0: And why can't she be the smartest person in the room? Right. I mean, I'm not going to. Because
1: men are intimidated.
0: You know, um, I'm not going to uh, sugarcoat this. I like when I go out with my wife and we do the dinners and stuff um, and whatever. And, you know, let's just say that there's somebody I may or may not like in the room and do the introduction and she just does her thing. And, you know, that person feels belittled and stupid. And I kind of like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I no, mean, seriously. So, so why, no, why but can't, after
1: dissecting this with my friend and yes. friends several times, yeah, uh, you know, we say like, so made me think about myself. And is it like, okay, am I too unapproachable? Am I too much of I can do it myself?
0: But why can't I, you? But I, I, I I'm confused. Yes, I, I don't. i yes. I'm, I'm confused because. Maybe I'm not right, the right person to have this conversation because I'm not single. But uh, and no, um,
1: it's fine. I but don't. You're confused, but this is what it is. This is what happened. So I try to take a look at myself and I try to say, Am I too strong that I'm taking away uh, a role or you know responsibilities that the guy can actually do? And I don't, so I'm fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, but why Why can't there be a 50-50 relationship? Well, like, that, why is that, that a bad thing? It and is I'm a like,
1: great thing. That's what so, we want.
0: What is it, though? So let me let me spend the tables here on you. If you got somebody... Oh, boy. <laughs> if you got somebody who really wanted the 50-50 or... Um, really acquiesced to your strong woman thing. Would you then grow bored with him, and think he's weak? No,
1: I'm way past that.
0: But were you ever there? Yes. What got you past it?
1: What do you mean? What got me past it?
0: So you were there. So so this is something that I've. So I was there that I was bored. Right. So right. And so this is something that um, I've seen from the male perspective is like if you are vulnerable and you're yourself you're either a pansy or you're weak or Mm -hmm. whatever and then ergo un un, uh, unattractive just in general Mm -hmm. so like there is a double-edged sword because like you have to be careful what you ask for because you might get it
1: no no see i would love someone who's vulnerable and you know, I, I, that's what I'm looking for because I'm taking the chance and I'm being vulnerable and I'm putting myself in this space because I like this first person. And I feel that I can't really get to know you unless you like me so much that you feel so comfortable with me that you can let, you know, your guard down and everybody has some type of wall up, right? Especially when you're single, but I can see that person for who they are and so i would love that but in but in my other experiences i've gotten bored because the person in the relationship didn't challenge me he just gave in to pretty much anything that i wanted and which is fine like i want that don't get me wrong but there wasn't deep conversation. There wasn't understanding of deep intentions. There wasn't any of that. He was just trying to appease me to make me happy to be there with him, to be his girlfriend. And that was so surfacey that really turned me off and really got me bored. Cause I'm like, this is, I need, I need more than this. This is, it has to go deep. Oh,
0: that's fair enough. If he's just acquiescing to make you happy you're not getting into any if you're just scratching the surface on even the most basic conversations that's got to be like
1: well it was always like oh you know it it just wasn't deep and i would have to dig it out so we're not talking
0: about like what do you want for dinner and you're like chinese and he's like done right and he's like no i wanted mediterranean you're not talking about that stuff no no. give us a give us a deeper example
1: no i'm talking about if we have some form of miscommunication and i got agitated or he got agitated i'm like okay well let's talk about it what what did i say that was incorrect that you didn't get or what was your perception of what i said because this is what i said and then it's like nope i'm not going to talk about this because we're just going to get into a fight and How can we solve anything if we don't talk about it, you know, and then I can Uh get into, well, I was frustrated. I was in the middle of, you know, a lot of things going down at work. I, all this stuff, but I couldn't even go there because he doesn't want to open the door because he doesn't want to hear it or he doesn't want to get into an argument with me. You know, that, that was the
0: look. Um, I'll just say this, and you know this because of who you are, but I'll just say this to the to the people listening at home: relationships are messy. Even yeah. the most even the most long standing relationships are messy,
1: super messy.
0: But it's the willingness to work through the mess and come out together on the other side. But you, like like Raquel saying, you have to have that an, an honest conversation, and you know what honesty means. Uh, and maybe that's where I went wrong with my coworker. I wasn't honest. I was holding back because I didn't mm-hmm. want to, I didn't want to hurt his or her feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general life relationships, regardless of whether they're a longstanding coworker or whatever, they're messy. You've got to be able to work through and be honest. So um,
1: I mean, nine times out of 10 for me, when I'm honest, even if it's a really hard conversation, I love getting into hard conversations. <laughs> um well, These are the most fun. My best friend is always like, You're really good at like awkward situations. And and I was like, Yeah, I actually am. It's weird because I just like having that uncomfortable talk and easing people out of that situation because it's gonna happen. You know, it's just gonna happen. So I like having those uncomfortable talks, you know, and I like getting, you know, hitting a nerve and seeing, but I talk it out. Because I want to be honest about it, and as I'm talking it out and, and communicating with my partner or my friend, then I'm realizing myself where this is coming from.
0: Hmm. It's almost like a podcast I've heard of once. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to. I'll have to think about that one. Right. That's just craziness. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So just can we? Just
1: crazy. Yes. <laughs>
0: And we go back to the question of, is it a matter of now that we're talking with um, a more mature Raquel mm-hmm. than the younger Raquel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is life more about what knowing what you want or is it knowing what you don't want?
1: Knowing what you don't want.
0: And why is that?
1: <sighs> because... I feel when you say that these are the things that I want, you're limiting yourself because people surprise you. And there are people that I haven't met that may have qualities that I didn't even know that I liked. Right. But I do know what I don't like and what I won't go for and what I won't stand by. And that's a lot easier.
0: I see what you're saying. So what you're saying is that when you say that, like, I want X, Y, and Z, that's all you're looking for is X, Y, and Z. But when you're saying, I don't want A, B, and C, then -hmm. you're open yourself up to D through Z. is still Mm -hmm. a possibility. Right. Oh, Very insightful. I like it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I totally agree with you as always. Oh, I just was gonna ask you something else, and I didn't write it down. And I forgot it because I was so listening to what you were saying. Hopefully, it'll come back to me.
1: But no, I mean, it's so much easier to. Well, it's not easier because you have to figure out what you don't want, right? So you have to go through it to know, like, I don't want this again. So it's not easy <laughs> to get there. But you know, these are all things that I've experienced and that I know, and and even different personalities that I've Mm -hmm. met, you know, maybe necessarily never dated or, um, had a relationship with, but you know, friends of mine and and personalities that I know that would just not go well with me and my personality and how I, how I, um, my mojo, if you will. So, um, (laughs) but you know, you, you learn that over time, you learn that over time. So, And I feel that people at this age, they rush into things and rush into a relationship just because, A, it's, I don't don't want to say that it's hard to find, but you have to go kiss a lot of frogs before you get to anywhere near somewhat, you know, someone that looks like even close to a prince. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh when you find that person they're like okay this is my person and i'm older and i'm more mature but no you're not i think that um who was it i think it was chris rock that said in a stand up that he had was like you don't know the person that you're with and the first 6 months of a relationship you're meeting with their representative
0: yep yeah, it's after true. The,
1: after the six months is when you start to learn who that person really is. So I don't understand why people who are you know older, and I'm just generalizing, um, in some cases that I've seen, just rush into it because also timeline is a big deal when you're over forty. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to be 40. I need to find someone like, that's the worst thing that you can do for yourself. And I tell my daughter that, you know, she is 20. So, but she's like, I want to be married by 25 and I want to have kids by 30. And I'm like, stop, stop. Take that timeline away because that's gonna put pressure on you. And what if you don't meet your soulmate until you're 30 or 35? You can't let a timeline choose your mate for you because you're going to get desperate by the time you're 30 because Mm -hmm. you put a wedding age for yourself at 25 and now you're 30 and you might be lonely and desperate and then you're going to reach out to the first guy that you see that you may have some sort of connection with and then you marry him because you feel like, I have to do this now. You're not doing it for the right reasons and I've seen that so much.
0: Yeah. I know, And I don't want we've both seen that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So um, two questions. Um, We're going to play another rapid fire Uh. game in a moment. So I'm just prepping you for that. But um, do you think that people at our age, um, you're in your early 40s, some of my late 40s. Do you think people at our age, because we're at our age, do you feel like, and I just, I need to know like what your experiences are. Do you feel that you still are meeting with their representative? Or do you feel like because we're all older, they're just like there's less of a game to be played there? No,
1: God, no. Well, I mean, to be honest, I typically go for younger guys. (laughs) But I haven't, you know, I just, I have a young energy. So I, I am not... It's just now in my forties that I'm like, okay, well, I need to kind of dip into the 40 pool, but it's just, and, and again, it's really just like a vibe, an energy thing. Mm -hmm. And I just feel more attracted to people and and guys who are younger because maybe they're not as, as damaged as some 40 or 50 year old guys that have been divorced and, you know, are just like looking for their next person. And it's such a Debbie Downer to me so um because i've been there and i'm not down you know i'm just like hey let's have fun and let's get to know each other and like a deeper level (laughs) type of Mm -hmm. thing i mean honestly that's what i want you know and so um what was the question you said what
0: was do you feel like people like because we're older i mean we just learned that yeah right which is totally cool and you know but, but, um, do people still put yes. up that, that representative yes. front yes. or do they just.
1: So I'm going to tell know. you a little story.
0: I just, gonna, yes, please tell me. And then I just need to tell you, like, I commend all of you people who are out there and single because it sounds exhausting. I just don't have time for this shit. Was, <sighs> oops. Sorry. sorry. Again, I don't kids.
1: have time for this shit either. To be honest. I mean
0: I mean, just like, I mean, it's so difficult to put up it's... that front and like. I yeah. feel like any lie carried out is difficult to maintain over time. So if you're putting up this alternate personality persona, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. exhausting must that be? I mean, who cares? Just, <clears throat> like well, if you were it, yourself early on, it would solve a lot of problems because then this person, if they don't like you for who you are early on, then just get rid of them and move on. Rinse right, and repeat.
1: Right, right, right. And it's just like a trust factor. It's all of that, you know, and women have to put a wall up, you know, somewhat of a wall in order to test it out and see where, you know, how much information to give, because you don't want to just be, you know, divulging all your information and, and just all of what makes you tick in the first few months, just because you, gone through it so many times. We've gone through it so many times and been disappointed and have that, in that, that, you know, your trigger points or, or that, you know, those, those nerves that, that hit you when you were divulging to your partner at the time, they'll use that against you. And it's really hard. And that's why I choose to stay home on the weekends.
2: <laughs> it sounds and hard. And I
1: just hate that. I want to be my authentic self, but if I am out the gate like that all the time, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna get hurt. I'm gonna get, you know, it's not gonna be fun.
0: No, and I, I don't want that. So can we play rapid fire? Okay, ready? Yes, you said yes. Okay, good. So, I was gonna
1: tell you a story. Oh,
0: sh- I was gonna tell sugar, you a story. sugar, sugar pie, the story. Tell me the story. Sugar
1: pie. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so I have a friend who just turned 50 And she is also single, you know, we talk about a lot of our war stories. And so I was traveling for work. This happened like a couple weeks ago. And so traveling for work, I hadn't talked to her in like a week. And then I come back, found out that she was diagnosed with lupus Mm -hmm. and also that she met the love of her life. So she knows you know what she wants, she has much more flourishing dating life than I do, but she's very I, I when she told me that I was like for real, and so she was telling me all these things, and so the he randomly um chose to follow her on Facebook and then she's like, "Who's this?" and then apparently they have all these friends from Lakeland, which is where she's from. she's actually from Pr- Plant City, but you know. Uh, Lakeland's is next door this VMI. is in Florida and so she they have all these friends and then so she checked with the friends and the friends was like oh yeah we know him he is such a great guy and he owns this construction company in Lakeland and everybody knows him and he's so sweet and, da, 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 da. and so all her friends that she knew from back in the day knew him and it was great you know they had nothing but great things to say about him Mm-hmm. so she goes out with him they have this amazing time spent the weekend together um well spend a few nights together. Or not a few nights but a few nights like having dinner not like you know yep. initially they and then following week they hung out spent the weekend together that weekend had a great weekend she was calling me she's like you know i'm gonna go have moses with him on sunday we're gonna go do brunch and watch football and she was just so happy and so excited and really thought that she met a guy who was stand up. You know, he had talked to her friends, like wanted to meet up with her friends the night before, told her friend uh, about like that she'll meet someone when it comes, when the time is right and giving her this whole spiel, okay? And so weekend ends, Monday, he hardly texts her. Hmm. Tuesday, he hardly texts her. And so she's, this has been when, since they got together, he was texting her, good morning. Hi, sweetness. Hi, love. All this stuff. I'm thinking about you. Let's talk tonight. Like it was full on relationship mode. Talked about getting married, which is actually red flag number one. That's really too fast. Right. But listen, if you meet your soulmate, you meet your soulmate open to it, you know? So... He starts decreasing texts, whatever, and so come to find out that she was like, this is weird. I'm just going to text him and be open with him because I can't do this. She was like, hey, listen, you're weird. You're off, and I'm kind of feeling like it was just a good weekend thing, and then that's what we should chalk it up to, and he was like, yeah, we should just chalk it up to a good weekend. Hmm. Then I did a little bit of digging (laughs) (laughs) and I looked him up online and ends up, he has like a criminal record, uh, like 18 different counts of assault. Yeah.
0: Wow. Dodged a bullet there.
1: That's what I told her. I was like, you dodged a tsunami.
0: Seriously. (laughs) Well, good for her.
1: But you know, but this is somebody who was who knew her friends, you know, who was a per- he had his own business. He, you know, I mean, th- there were people that really vouched for him and were actually jealous that he was going after her.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So and he wow. was fifty. Forrest, so,
0: Gump, Forrest Gump said, uh, what did he say? Life is like a box of chocolates.
1: You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and one thing I do always say. And,
0: and she got a nugget there. Go ahead.
1: One thing I always say is that what I've learned is that no matter how long you've been with your partner, you, it's a risk. A marriage is a risk because you never know what type of parent that person's going to be if you don't have children together you never know if they're going to go through a midlife <laughs> you never know how much they're going to change and even yourself you don't know how much you're going to change you're, you have to change. you know it's not you have to change with the other individual we're individuals right we just
0: yeah it's whether can you two ride those changes together and come exactly. out of So because I will say that you going into a relationship if you're young enough, like we, um, I, we must not be normal people because we literally sat down and we like, there was scrutiny on, cause my, I'm, we're both a lot younger than our siblings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so our siblings had kids when we started dating in college. So that's mm-hmm. how much younger we are. So we knew like there was a lot of family interaction and you, you can tell a lot by how a person interacts with their own nephews and nieces. Mm-hmm and then how the other person acts with your nephews and nieces right and then you can have like you you can you I'm not saying it's a it's it's a litmus test for everything but like I mean you get a good idea like can this person change a diaper you just
1: got very lucky
0: I I (laughs) I, I, I'm not saying I I I didn't I'm just saying or maybe Sherry got lucky whatever
1: I'm exactly Um, alone. so
0: (laughs) <laughs> but I, I just want everybody to know, because I do, I, and you know that I have some younger listeners out there that, you know, these are important things. Like, don't be afraid to have a tough discussion as you're getting to know somebody, but you don't have to be like a private investigator grilling them. But you can yeah. have a discussion. You can, you can have a sensitive discussion in a calm way. Like, that's what this podcast is about, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can have discussions on hard topics and have a discussion, and still be friends. Come out of this side. You can ask a person, like, do you like for parenting, for example? Do you believe in corporal punishment or not? You know, like. Um,
1: Is that a question? Are you asking
0: me now? No. Okay. No, but you, I mean. <laughs> oh
1: my God, we're shifting no, hard. <laughs> talking to the audience,
0: but I'm just saying, like, there's questions. Like, you can ask parenting oh, right, style right, questions right. to yeah. get to know somebody, and mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't be afraid to. Like, don't be afraid to. If you're so afraid that you're going to ruin your relationship with somebody because you're asking the question, then maybe that's not a relationship that you should.
1: Yeah, do. exactly.
0: Anyway, exactly. so recount and don't rapid- assume.
1: Don't oh, assume. never,
0: never, never assume. And, don't and, assume
1: and- because he said that he went to college, that he actually graduated college. That's very low level, but you no, know what I mean. Just that's don't a great assume. Point.
0: That's a great point because somebody can say, I went to college, but they didn't actually say the sentence, I graduated from mm-hmm, college. I mm-hmm, went to college. That mm-hmm. It's a true sentence. And then the other person extrapolated that equal degree. Now there are many high college and high school dropouts that are billionaires in the world, but you know, that's like a, one um, in a million. you know, that's like winning the lottery. Yeah. Um, but I will say as I'm being on the other side, uh, well, actually probably I am, and I am middle-aged. So Going through like uh, any changes over time because people do change, you don't stay the same.
1: And mm-hmm. it is important. Yeah, everybody changes.
0: Right. So, it, it, in a relationship, it is important to, like we just said, you have to go through, be willing to go through those changes. And you know what? Let's just say one person changes so much that the relationship's not working out. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's not a bad thing to, it's for your own sanity and theirs, to exit. Mm-hmm. You need to, I'm not, I'm not advocating mm-hmm. divorce or, or not divorce or staying for the sake of things is not healthy either, but you know, you'll, you'll know when you get there. Yeah. So ready? Rapid fire deal uh, breakers, deal breakers upon oh first sh- impressions. Ready? Deal breakers, first mm-hmm. impression, deal breakers. Go.
1: Bad teeth. Uh, Corny pickup line. No, actually I like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um uh. Oh God shorter than me which is bad i'm just now stereotyping like just um okay um
0: (laughs) so we've got bad teeth and short
2: bad Bad teeth teeth
1: and short um drunk (laughs) that's stupid (laughs)
0: No, it's, if it's a deal breaker, it's a first impression deal breakers.
1: That's yeah. What we're
0: yeah. talking about somebody approaches Raquel no matter what the situation is, could be bar, church, restaurant, you know, whatever. I don't care. Like
1: Uh, what else? Um asking a lot of questions about me maybe. I don't like that. <laughs>
0: But what if they're trying to sincerely get to know you or try to get a Yeah, but you, don't, that...
1: you shouldn't get to know me like that in the first.
0: Like what kind of questions are your, ter- your first impression? I,
1: this is good because I get this a lot. It's like, um, so what are you doing here? Um, uh... What are you here for? <laughs> um, how old are you? Um, do you have kids? Like just very personal questions.
0: Well, in the first
1: 15 minutes of the conversation.
0: So while I will say age and children are personal, the other two are not. That's just stupid. Like, let's just say Raquel's out at a bar. Like, what are you doing here? Um, Same thing you're doing here, moron. I'm at a bar. I'm have a drink in my hand. What do you think I'm doing?
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Right. And then it's just a barrage of questions. And they're like, I'm getting to know you. It's like, you're just asking me a bunch of questions. Why don't we have a conversation and see if I even want to continue answering your questions?
0: There is a difference between asking questions and having a conversation. Because I feel like some people, some people will ask a question and then they get it. They receive a response and then they don't know how to have a conversation about one topic.
1: I know. And I hate that.
0: And then they just carry on with questions because they don't know what to do.
1: It's like, you're not really wanting to know the answer to this question. You are really just trying to make conversation and, but you're not utilizing the answers that I'm giving you to create a conversation.
0: Well, yeah, you're checking boxes. You're not actually like having a conversation. So, and I don't know, I
1: think the other thing, rapid Mm -hmm. fire is energy. I just get people's energy. If I don't like your energy, bye. I don't know. Again, that's being very perceptive. But Mm -hmm. if I hang around a person for like five minutes, I can be like, oh, okay, I feel comfortable around this person. And like, no, I don't feel comfortable around this person.
0: Which is, that's, that's very fair. I mean, you should feel comfortable. I mean, I mean, so I've talked to um, many females on the show and I just always feel bad for females because like you, you guys can't even go to a bar and like you have to walk out with an escort. You can't, you can't walk out singles. Like you have to go with you somebody. you can't go to a
1: bar by yourself, you can't well, go. Right, I mean,
0: like yeah. there's always, there's, it's, and I've said this before, it's gotta be exhausting. Because these are things that as a male, I don't think about unless I've been done something stupid inside the bar and upset somebody and I'm like, okay, that, that person's gonna jump me with a crowbar later. But like, that's rare. <laughs> Like with a female, that's like every interaction with every male is, is this person going to follow me in the parking totally. lot?
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean, not, not every person, but yeah, you'll All always right. have to have your I, eyes I'm a, and I'm ears open. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, especially when you go out like drinking and stuff, you have to be very careful.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Cause then you're, you're, I mean, you know, alcohol, everybody knows what alcohol does. If you don't, then you're living under a rock. And if you are, mm-hmm. you know, come out, the sun's nice. Um, yeah, the, your, your, your your guards down. You're not thinking you're, everybody knows alcohol. Well, you should know that alcohol lowers your reflexes. I mean, there's just, you know, don't drink and drive kids. Um, when Raquel's done, she gets an Uber. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) always. So yeah. And then it's gotta be, your perceptions are off. You're not like noticing things, um, that you would. Yeah. It's gotta be, gotta be crazy. Mm -hmm. So ready? Deal breakers after you've been dating somebody for three months. Oh, Go. boy. Uh,
1: lack of communication. Being messy. Not respecting my time by not sending me constant texts and, uh, and phone calls. Um, and lack, did I say lack of communication? You did. I did. I sure did. So that did.
0: must be important. Not so making
1: plans. Ooh. not making plans, taking the initiative to make plans. I like my man to just like, come on, we got reservations tonight. Let's go.
0: But isn't that a lack of respect for your time? If like he just assumes like, hey, you yeah, are going to share Yeah, but he shave. understands
1: that I'm working all day. So don't mess with my time during the day because I can't answer the phone during the day. I can't be texting back and forth during the day because can't. And then, but at night when I come home and I want to be with my person, then he does something nice like that. Yeah. It's spontaneous. I like spont- spontaneity.
0: Okay. So there's a difference. I get it. Thank you so for that, explaining.
1: That, that,
0: that. So I'm not doing of, very well
1: of rapid yeah. fire, but that's as, as fast as you're going to
0: get. That's, that's I did
1: a lot better on that one. You, Cause I know. I now. think
0: you did very well on both. So lack of communication, what does that mean?
1: Everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's That's a good answer, but can you help people out by what you mean by lack of communication?
1: So just like the questions, right, that we just said, like, I don't like to be asked a berate of questions when I first meet someone, it's, you know the communication that you have with your partner, especially when you're dating them is very important and it has to be meaningful and that you're actually listening. So, you know, when we talk about things, cause clearly you're going to get into at some point, hopefully within three months, you're going to talk about things that are important to you. So your partner has to listen as you have to listen to your partner and you know, communicating those likes, wants, needs, those things are really important up front and just getting to know what, you know, th- that, th- that, right? To know like, c- can I be that person for this person? And, you know, there's just like a lot of feeling out. And mm-hmm. if you don't over communicate, cause I, I always, I'm a big believer of like, there's no such thing as over communicating because I have a son and he's not a great communicator, but he is a better communicator because I've talked his ear off. Right. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep on talking. And a friend of mine from New Jersey always told me that she has two boys that she raised. And she was like, there's no such thing as over communication. You just keep on talking because they're listening. They're just not responding. And so, I don't feel that you need to do that in a relationship clearly because that's too much, but you know, with my son, that's what I did. And now he's learned to communicate because he knows that he needs to get it out and get it off his chest, or he needs to communicate something that he's feeling to whoever, because it will bother him. And you know, something will be created out of nothing if he just doesn't communicate this one thing. So I just believe that, I really need a good communicator that's the only that's the only on
0: the so somebody who's not so somebody who's not afraid to have a conversation and then again it's about getting beyond that first question and having a conversation yeah yeah and then not being not shying away if the conversation turns difficult like buckle up and get in there yeah and wade through the mud with you and then come out the other side
1: right like laugh, cry, but now I understood where you were coming from, you know, cause I have my perception clearly and mm-hmm. that person that has their, so help me understand your perception. And, you know, I, I been working with my best friend for almost 10 years now, which is a very difficult situation for two women to <laughs> be working all the time. And so that's what we do. We just over communicate and You know, it's about once a year that we get under each other's skin for whatever reason, but we talk it out, you know, and every time after we just have a better relationship, we have a better friendship, we can separate. And that's what we've done for so long is separate business with personal, even though it's so close. So, but we just over talk about everything. So, you know, if something's bothering me, if something's bothering her, she knows my, you know my things and like, okay, wait a minute. I know something's bothering her. So let me ask her and the same thing with her. So, but the only way that we got there was to really just talk it until it was blue in the face.
0: So I, I just, um, as a witness to you, to you and your BFF, mm-hmm. um, because I, I do know BFF, yes. but I will say this, that, um, your, your personal and business lives are, are intertwined. So that, that, that mm-hmm. I just need to correct. Mm-hmm because I I feel like you overstated the uh, lines of demarcation. There are no lines of demarcation. Oh, yeah. No, no. But but (laughs) what I want to say, though, is that, and I'm not trying to rhyme on purpose, uh, but when you two do get under each other's skin and you over communicate, and by over communicate, that's the good, the bad, and the ugly people. I want you to know that that these two women are not afraid to communicate the truth and what they're feeling so they can work it out but at the end of the day what you two do great is at the end of whatever skirmish you're going through is you don't judge each other for Mm -hmm. what was said by the other person and you never hold a grudge
1: no never never ever
0: and i think that those are key in any relationship but i think that's why you two have been so successful in business and and in life in general because you're you're you're, those are, those are non-negotiable terms in your relationship. No judging, no grudge-holding. Those are non-negotiable, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You, you both abide by them, and you're successful in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we support each other. Even it's like, okay, well, I don't think that what you did there was so hot, but you know, I'm still going to support you. I like you said, I'm not going to judge you. Mm-hmm. You're still my friend. I still have to be there for you. So, we all make mistakes, you know so we're just honest with each other
0: honesty is good
1: honesty is amazing communication and and honesty that's it that's all there is it's that simple
0: it's especially good if the person can handle the honesty on the other side right right some people can't
1: no they can't
0: um i am definitely the type of person that if you ask me if your genes not you specifically raquel but like the plural you like if somebody's asking me, does, did do these jeans make my butt look fat? I'm going to tell you the answer. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to say And not in a hurtful yes. way,
1: but you're no. going to be like, well, maybe those aren't the right.
0: Exactly. I will say maybe those aren't the right cut and fit <laughs> mm-hmm. for you because I've watched enough of what not to wear.
1: Oh to my know. gosh. Right. So have I. <laughs> no, but. You're absolutely right. And that goes back to where we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings.
0: Right, exactly. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm going to tell you the truth.
1: Right.
0: Which, you know, obviously this is on my mind going back to coworker. I'm going to do that. I promise all of y'all that are listening, (laughs) I'm going to rectify that that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So we um, are coming towards the end. So I want to just leave with one final Spur of the moment question to put you on your toes, and then we'll go into some recappy stuff. Okay, ready? So, favorite pickup lines, go.
1: Um, Okay, so I actually have this compliment that someone, it wasn't even a pickup line from a guy, it was someone who I worked with who was a woman, and she told me this compliment that just would always like, be with me forever. So I was just walking down the hall one day and she stopped me and she says, Hey, um, and just totally nonchalant. And she was like, Hey, I wanted to let you know that I saw something on the news today that being around beautiful people make you healthy. You make me healthy. Dying. I was like, I think that is the best compliment ever. Anyone has ever given me.
0: Wow, that is a good one.
1: Um, so pick-up lines though, um, I like the cheesy ones. I like the guys who just come in real <laughs> corny, you know, just like, um, I don't know. There's one about, are you, have you fallen from the sky or no, I don't know. I forgot that one, but. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of them that are inappropriate.
0: No, no, but they're funny We're not saying those. those. We're not saying those. We're not. We're we're not. But no,
1: I I like the corny. I like the corny pickup lines. But I can't remember really any of
0: them. So what you're talking about, and this is just horrible. Like, and and Steve Harvey, Uncle Steve, loves Steve Harvey. By the way, Uncle Steve. Uh, Uncle Steve does this like best pickup line thing. But you, so you're talking, and if you haven't watched those clips or go watch them. They're so funny. he has a, a group of, like, eight guys try to pick up a girl, like, and, you know, they have to give their best lives. Oh,
1: I think I've seen this.
0: They're so much fun. But mm-hmm. so, like, you're talking about, like, hey, Raquel, are you tired?
1: Yeah. Do your feet hurt? Because <laughs> yeah. you've been running through my mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like,
0: yes. uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I like that. So, friend, thank you for being on the show today. Thank um, you, how, Did friend? we cover... Do you feel like we've done a good job of talking about the common misconceptions of of, of singles? I mean, I I kind of segued a little bit away from that onto more like relationshipy stuff because I feel like you covered it well early on that just because you're single doesn't mean that you're deficient in any way, shape, or form. You're not. Right. You're not needy. You're not like. No, so, nothing is wrong with you. So I felt like we covered that and I kind of moved down a little bit, but do you mm-hmm. feel like we covered what you originally wanted to talk about? Totally.
1: And and then some.
0: Okay. I just wanted to make sure that before fun. leaving that, um, you got your points across that you wanted to get I across did. to the audience.
1: I sure did. And then some, like I said, I I knew it was going to go 500 different paths. So
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the I, fun I, part though. Yes. Well, you've known me long enough to know that I won't stay on one topic too long. If you know,
1: Right. Yes.
0: I just can't help myself. I know. Um, and the whole so, perception
1: and the mirror thing, that was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 That was like trippy for like about five seconds. <laughs> 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 so do I, I, and I do sincerely want, want to know this. What? And I'm. This is something I just thought of because I need to start asking all my guests this: What is the takeaway that you'll take away from the show, good, bad, or ugly?
1: Um. So I'm gonna take away that I'm gonna take away that um, you don't know a lot about single people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really. I, I... I don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to take away that you'd be shocked about stories about being a single person, even more so than you are now. Um,
0: Yeah, we didn't even discuss like one thing that, that I want to talk about is, and and it can be with you or or one, because I do want to tap into your friend group because I feel like they would be fun to be guests but like Mm -hmm. there's this whole concept that I don't understand in the single or dating world or Mm -hmm. not even and I guess I'm being unfair when I single that single out the single world or the dating world is the illicit photo sending (laughs) pics like I don't (laughs) I don't understand that because I mean I have I have male friends and female friends that tell me it's and 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 the female friends get get the unsolicited picks
1: unsolicited picks
0: and then you know my male friends they don't it's rare if somebody gets an unsolicited pick but they do receive picks whilst dating so i just don't understand the concept of that but and i'm not saying to start that up because we're at the end because like this will be a whole nother hour and a half and i know you have a bottle of wine and netflix and your friend coming over um (laughs) to decompress after the week yes um so yeah, no, be-
1: that is that's a fun conversation.
0: Yeah. So if you or any of your friends want to talk about that, um, I would I, because I don't get it. I sincerely I don't. This is one well, of the things like I just again.
1: This is where we need to get you up to speed and privy on the things that are happening in the dating world right now.
0: Seriously. I feel it, you'd like- be
1: shocked. You'd be up probably, you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Like mind blown.
0: See, this is where I feel like now. Like my takeaways, I failed you and the audience because I ended up talking more about relationshipy stuff, and I should have been talking about yeah, but that's what stuff. you know,
1: and and I really dig. I mean, I, I yeah, am it, it the most relationshipy <laughs> single person because it's like I want to figure it out. I want to figure out what makes relationship ticks because when I do, when I am in one, I want to make sure that I'm honing in on a the right person and b being the right partner for that person. So I'm all about getting to know the relationship piece of it. And yeah. So no, I, no, I, 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 love I, I, I
0: love it. I appreciate it. I love talking about it. I know you do. That's kind of why I kind of went there too. But um yes. yeah. So if you or any of your friends want to talk about that CD side of dating, like I, I don't get it. And I feel like if <laughs> If if I suddenly ended up in that pool, I would drown.
1: Uh, d- uh, yeah, it takes very so, thick skin. That's yeah, for sure. So,
0: um, kudos to me for not being in that situation. But anyway, <laughs> um, mental note: don't screw up. All right, got uh, yeah, it, got it. yeah. All right, so, so hug
1: your wife extra hard after this. <laughs>
0: You know, I would if she was a hugger, but she's really not.
1: Oh, she's not a hugger. No, funny story. Hugging.
0: No, no, no. So funny story. So like, um, and I tease her about this sometimes, uh, is that like, you know, when you're, you get into like a work hug or a hug with family member and you like, it's like a one, one Mississippi, two Mississippi tap, tap, and you're out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what she does. Like she taps out.
1: Oh, like, she's a tapper.
0: She's a tapper. She's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> to mess with, because like, because I'm I I constantly love to mess with people. So to like to mess with her, I won't let go. Oh. <laughs> and then you get the double. That's tap, awesome. Then you get the double tap. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I digress. So glad that you have some some takeaways. I have some definitely key takeaways, and we got your your, your yeah, you and this is super fun. It's super your, fun you're going to either come back and talk about that or you're going to convince one of your your girlfriends to come back. I I have
1: a lot of entertaining girlfriends that can talk to you about this for hours.
0: (laughs) Panel time. (laughs) So hit me up with this truth, truthfully, because I've been wanting to do a panel. If I do a panel and we do it on this topic, will you all allow each other time to tell your stories or will there be a lot of over talk?
1: No, I think we can tell we can we can that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> I I already knew the answer to that, but I just had to say it teasingly.
1: No, because we're adults and we know how it's not gonna be like Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah, it's why not
0: do Let's do that.
1: It, it's not gonna be the reunion show. Where Housewives Andy's, of Florida. Hey, right. Andy's like trying to shut everybody up. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit of that. You'll be so, Andy.
0: I just want to say to E Entertainment News, when Andy decides to retire, if you I totally will take over. I have gray hair and everything, just yeah. like him.
1: Yeah, um, but you're not gay.
0: No, I'm not. Um, does it? Does the role have to be gay? I feel like I could no, still do I don't it successfully. No, so,
1: but you know, it adds a little flavor.
0: <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. But you know, because E's going to be knocking down my door any minute, I can tell. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you for for being on the show, and I definitely look forward to the CD uh, side of dating conversation that we'll yeah, try yeah. to keep uh, PG related. But I definitely yeah. um, need to understand some things.
1: Yes, but, yes, we'll get you there. We'll get you there slowly but surely, because you can't take it all in one sitting.
0: I can't. <laughs> I, I don't think I could have handled it all at once. <laughs>
1: no, no, you would have been I'm like. I'm sensitive. What?
0: Too sensitive for that all at once thing. I need to be eased into. You do.
1: you do. You do cuz you have to digest it and like process it and yeah. I do. Kind of like me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friend. Thank you for being on. All right, on friend.
1: Show. Thank, you Thank you so, so much, much for having me.
0: And everybody, if thanks again for listening. Uh really appreciate your time. I know I say that. I really do mean it. And if you need to get a hold of me, you can reach me at Country code 1-585-210-0240. Or you can drop me an email at podcast at gmail.com. And by the way, if you're listening and you're just a normal, regular, everyday person, um, because I know there's a bunch of you out there that I don't personally know and you want to talk about something, come on the show. It's not really that bad. I mean, you know, I'm not all that scary. Um, And as a normal person, and I'm just saying that because there's my friends and then the people I don't know, I'm sure you have something that you can talk about and you have a lot of value to add. So um, do it. It's not that scary. And thanks everybody. Talk to you next week.